Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back to another episode. We want to thank Cheers and Spirits uh, in the Arnold Station Plaza for uh, offering up the, the alcohol for this episode. For those of you that clicked on this because you read the thumbnail, we are going to be doing a blind taste test of five bourbons and whiskeys. And we're going to rank them based on how well we like them. That's the sole purpose of this. Which ones do we like the best? Um, we brought in two people that we think probably know whiskey better than us. Mike and I have always said that we're whiskey novices. We can't smell the, th- the things other people are smelling. We don't taste the things other people are tasting. So we brought in two people who we thought probably know these things better than us. And we wanted to see if our our what we were tasting is the same thing as what they're tasting. And so we got Jared from our neighborhood. Don't say hi at all. Don't worry about that. No. Uh, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> no, hi, thanks for having us. And Krishan, also from the neighborhood. Hello. I think Krishan's a, re- a recurring guest now. He is at this point. I mean, I think after, what, four times, I think you're recurring. Yeah. Do um, I get a recurring paycheck? Not, not unless you no, talk. No. Not unless you talk. When I get a recurring paycheck, you'll get one. Krishan accounts for about 95% of the episodes that I've had to edit to make his voice louder. <laughs> um, so the premise behind this episode, and Mike and I have talked about this on a few of the episodes, is that as we've been tasting these whiskeys over the last six months, um, we have tended to not... Uh, seen much of a difference in taste for the higher price bottles in that 50 to 60 dollar range um as opposed to the 20 and 30 dollar range so our theory is and this is going to be this is completely scientific we're doing this for scientific research does science science we're not putting bleach in anyone's veins tonight because we're not trying to kill covid but the idea behind this is to bring in two guys who have a much better palate than we do. Two guys who, obviously, you know what our palates are like. Um, we're not we're not smelling the dusty barrel notes or anything like these other sophisticated people on YouTube are. Um, but we want to see if what we think tastes good matches up with what people who are more experts in this, what they think tastes good. Um, so we've got five. Um the price points for the five are $15, $20, $30, $40, $50. So that kind of hits the low-end price range. We're not doing any Blantons. We're not doing a $100 bottle. We're not doing a $200 or $1,000 bottle. Why? Because we've said this before. We're never going to fucking buy it. No. So why taste it and even put it up against My wife shit? would murder me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, one day, you know, when we blow up, and make it millions. We're in the Joe Rogan territory for money. Maybe we'll buy a bottle. When we sign our Spotify contract. Exactly. It's coming next week because we are a top 100 podcast for health and wellness in China. (laughs) And we are number one in the People's Republic of North Korea. Oh, great. So if you're out there and you want to sponsor us and you want to reach the people in the People's Republic who have no money to spend anyway, 
contact us at contact at driveway.beerspodcast.com. And also, if you want to join join us on the driveway, you can go to driveway.beerspodcast.com slash donate, and you can select a membership level. You get absolutely nothing from us, but you can support the work we do. Subscribe, like, smash the like button. Uh, that's the handshake agreement we have with you. You get all the content for free, and you either subscribe and or like the show on whatever platform you're listening to. All right, got all the formalities out of the way and just probably blew out a lot of people's ears by shouting at them. All right. So the idea is we're going to score these 1 to 10. Uh, obviously, I, I think A is going to come in at a big disadvantage here, right? No? Probably. Yeah, I think it's or hard to be it sets, it sets the stage for, depending on, on proof, it may. Yeah, so I, I didn't put, so I'm the one that set the lineup. Now, I don't remember the exact bottles that I put in the lineup. The only thing I remember doing was I I made it so the weakest one wasn't first and the strongest one wasn't first. I wanted a middle of a road, ease everybody in, but that doesn't mean it was the cheapest or the most expensive. Okay. Um, so I, I try to mix up the price points. So I might be giving a little bit too much information away, but I don't think it's going to matter anyway. Again, we're, we're, we're ranking them 1 to 10 on, whether, on how much we like them. So... And then after we get through, uh, we've got them labeled A, B, C, D, and E. After we get done with E, we'll see if anybody wants to change their number for A and B. So we'll keep it as fair as possible. All right. Might as well get started in this because I've got a feeling with five of these in front of us, we're either going to be super hammered at the end of it or it's just <laughs> going to take a long time. We've got an hour to fit this in, so saddle up. Well, first of all, did anyone smell the first one? Are there dusty barrel nuts in this? I don't, I don't detect the dusty barrel. It smells all right. It smells like whiskey. Yeah, no dust here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it smells like rubbing alcohol a little bit. You know, I'm not getting any. I don't understand how these people say they get notes of this and that. I get no notes. I get notes of alcohol. But, but I am. It's. I feel like it's like corn. It's probably heavy corn based. I think over over a week, possibly. Hopefully, I'm not mm-hmm. wrong, but. It smells sweet. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, <laughs> not a lot of burn here, as Alex calls it down. <laughs> the, the experience showing on, on a couple levels here. Well, so, yes, I, I was the coffer. It's like the new smoker in the room. Um, I don't normally drink this stuff neat. But I felt like it was only fair to drink them neat. Because with the added water, I feel like you're going to proof it down. So, I wanted to, I wanted to go into it neat for all of them. Um, so I'm 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 going to taste them differently than I normally would anyway. Um, I hate judging it based on the first sip though, just because I, th- I feel like the first one always kind of gives me the, the little little cough. I think the vapor cough. It's not so much that burn though. No, this one doesn't burn that. Like, it, it's, it doesn't... Like, on the way down, it's completely fine. There's I think nothing. it's young, though. It's not, like, an aged. Yeah, I wasn't getting a lot of, like, long, barrel-aged kind of flavor runoff of that. Even color. The color's light. It's, it's um... Hmm. Yeah, the color's it's a, it's a blend, mass-produced. <clears throat> not bad. Yeah, it didn't... Didn't have a lot of burn, not a lot of bite, um, mild sweetness. 
it, it it doesn't have a bad taste to it, but for me, it is a little bit spicy. But I think almost everything is spicy, so I don't know. I'll be interested to see how I feel about the next four. So I, I, it's not bad, but it's kind of unremarkable at this point. Yeah, like it doesn't really stand. It doesn't pop. It doesn't. It's kind of. I would drink it, but All as right. far as like, does it scream out anything particular to me? No. It doesn't have a lot of body though. I can't. I couldn't see it holding up well to like in an old fashioned or or, I don't know. It's it's kind of unremarkable. When you're saying holding up, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? Like, because those those drinks are are, in my opinion, they're spirit forward, and and I don't think this is kind of strong enough to hold up against maybe some of the sweetness that can come from an old fashioned from. So it's not strong enough for you, basically. Flavor wise. Um, okay. Proof-wise it is, but not flavor-wise. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, when you get to the mixed drinks there, the old-fashioned style, and depending, you know, which restaurant you go to, some will muddle all the fruit in the bottom, some have a heavier sugar pour, uh, more bitters into it, different flavor bitters. The stronger flavor profile of a bourbon will hold up to still have that taste come forward with it even though the other flavors that have been added just complement it. Um, you know, like when you're eating steak or something and somebody overseasons it with ketchup, you're not tasting the beef anymore. You don't want that. <laughs> you said overseasons with ketchup. <laughs> Any ketchup is overseasoned. <laughs> All right, so let's do some scoring here. So, Jared, this is A. What are you, what are you giving it for a score 1 to 10? So I'll start this one with a six. Middle of the road. Middle road. Krishan? I'm going four. Mike? Five. I'm, I'm going to go four, too, just because it's a little too spicy for me. And I would say, pro- like, of the four palettes here, I'm probably the bitchiest one of the four. Like, I like it as least, at least the, the, the lowest hitting possible in my mouth. Like, I like flavor, though. I don't like the burniness of it. This one had a little bit of burn on the tongue. It doesn't burn going down. I'm not really feeling it burn going back up. It's just, eh, to me. Yeah, 04s to 86 is like your your sweet spot, right? I do like Old Forest 86, yeah. That. That, that's probably one of my, like, I, I would say of the bottles I have upstairs, no hints there at all. But of, <laughs> of the bottles that I have upstairs, um that for me is probably the the easiest to crush with that still has flavor to it mm-hmm. in my opinion um all right let's move on to b <clears throat> which if we keep if we go at this pace that took us like 4 minutes we keep going at this pace we're really well, <laughs> going to be coming out real rolly type <laughs> Now, does this one look darker than the other one? A little bit? Uh, they look the same to me. Yeah, not enough color difference that I can see in the cup. This one smells better to me, though. Uh, <coughs> uh, Coughing again. I like the taste on this a lot better than A. I just feel like, I don't, and hopefully I'm not wrong, but the first two, they, they taste like maybe 
three five year bourbons. Like they're not. They haven't aged. I don't think. I mean, none of these are going to be ten year. But the like, I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like they're they're young. Well, what's your wait? In general, what is young? Eight, eight and under, or five and under? I, I would say five and under. Personally, probably it doesn't have enough time to like establish a good good color. Like Jared was saying, some like barrel oak flavors that are, that are coming out of it, and I think the color is usually not not as deep, not as defined. For me, this one tastes better than the other one. I like the other one better. Really? Yeah. I feel like this one has a little bit more sweetness to it. I don't know. I just, I think the other one, the other one, I think I said had like an absence of flavor. This one has like more flavor I don't like. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear that. No, yeah, that makes sense. There's definitely, I want to say there's, there's less burn on the tongue and more down the throat on this one. Yes, where the burn isn't bugging me at all on either of these. I'm going to be horrible for burn on this because I'm not, because I'm not, I don't have any ice in any of these and I'm, I'm always an, an, uh, an on ice guy. So, and I've been drinking more, more stuff and more higher test stuff, neat. Mm-hmm. I, I used to never drink anything neat and now I almost drink, it's, it's almost the way I drink it. So you graduated, you got, you got fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it was from going from the first one right into the second one, if, you know, the the burn, as you're calling it, from, from the coughs. This one didn't really have anything that way. I taste just more pure alcohol in this pour versus a traditional bourbon flavor of, you know, any kind of barrel, wood, burn type thing there. So it sounds like, Jared, you, you doesn't sound like you like this one as much as the last one. Same with Mike. Correct. Krishan, same. Um, I, I would put this one probably in, in preference above a not not much, but all right. But uh, I, I I feel like I could have a cigar with this and and enjoy it like the whole time. Like there's like a smokiness. Like as as I have a little bit more of it, there's a smokiness to it that I'm like, oh, this would complement a cigar pretty I well. That. I could see that. There's de- I feel like there is more flavor to this. I don't know what that flavor is, but I feel like there's more of it. But then again, like Mike said, <laughs> it's more flavor, but more flavor he hates. So, right. <laughs> right, like, I, like I, you know, um, you know, if you hate broccoli and it tastes like broccoli, like yeah, it's got more flavor, but that flavor is broccoli, so you're not gonna like it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not, not a big fan of B. So. I think you're tasting the ethanol in it. <laughs> run, run a, run a car off of this stuff. <laughs> Might be able to. <laughs> All right, what's uh, Jared? What's your score? Uh, I'll go four on this one. Krishan, uh, I'm going to do five. Okay, Mike, three, three. All right, and I'm, I'm going to give it a five. I'm going one step above A. So there is a a pretty decent place in Georgetown in DC. It's called the Bourbon Concierge, and this dude has like up to, th- I think the the highest bottle I saw in there was about thirty thirty thousand um, dollars. It's it's amazing the stuff that this guy has. Obviously, you can't. Thanks for turning me up there. Um, obviously, you can't you can't 
taste anything so the people that are going in this store know what they're looking for but right like just years of of eagle rare and blanton's and just off the wall things you'll never see in a store but he it's it's a crazy little little spot to go in i feel like i need to try eagle rare again again throwing out hints at what's not here now um <laughs> i liked it the one time you brought it because mm-hmm. you were here the last time we did whiskey or what? No, I don't think it was a whiskey show. I think you just brought whiskey to a show. Yeah, because the one before we were just drinking whiskey during the show, so I bought bought a show bottle. <laughs> right. Was that the beer one? We did beer and then we did whiskey after it was the after dark episode. I, I think. think we talked about aliens or something. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think we were pretty. We were pretty in the bag at that point. <laughs> Hang out long enough. <laughs> well, we we've talked about this before, like. We do that. Like, we record a show, and then usually, like, it'll just be Mike and I sitting here, or whoever's here will be sitting here. There's probably like another half an hour to an hour of conversation, and we've always said we should just hit the record button and then put that out. But we we never do the outtakes. Yeah, there's a little bit more controversial stuff than, in that yeah. part because we know we're not being recorded, so I feel like you can get away with a little bit more, or just speak freely at that yeah. point. <laughs> um. So that uh, those two are gonna, I think, look just looking at the scores. I haven't told them up, but they're gonna come up pretty even. So we're moving on to C. And I think just off the back, if you take a look at the color on C, I think you you'll see that it, it may be a little bit darker than the, the first two. If you have any, oh yeah, it smells left. it smells sweeter too. Mm. You can smell sweetness in this, mm-hmm. and I usually can't distinctly tell any smell, but this smells sweet to me. Um, there's the alcohol again. <laughs> so this definitely has a lot more notes of different flavors I'm getting from it than the first two. Um, you know, I think as Krishan's been saying, you can you can taste the age of the barrel. You know, it's been in there longer. It's aged more than that. You know, five or less years. So this is, I'd say, like a seven year barrel aged oh that was the end i thought there was more to that i thought there was more passing it over to you (laughs) (laughs) um yeah you can taste the sweetness in this one like you said when you're talking about flavors like this one compared to the other two the flavor is distinctly different in a better way for me um there is still a little bit of burn though I'll, i'll give it that but, again, I shouldn't be the one to judge burn right now because it's not on ice for me. On ice, there'd probably be no burn with this. But you can try it. Like, like, add a little water. See what see what happens when it opens up a little bit. Um, maybe take some of the, the burn away so you can taste. Do you think it would be fair, though, right now? Just for this, for this purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Would it be fair to do that to it? Because you, because ultimately you prove it down a little bit. Like we only have a tiny bit in each cup. If I had like two, three drops of water, you could effectively take a ninety-five proof and you're down to eighty-five, right? I don't know if that's fair. But if that's how you're gonna drink it yourself on your average night, you know, right. if you're only gonna pour it that way for yourself and you're judging it based off how you're having it straight out of the bottle, is 
you know, is that a fair assessment? Good point. Yeah, so I, I like the, like this one. So like the, the tingling or the numbness on the tongue and lips. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. So, and that's obviously an effect of the alcohol. So somebody experienced that as burn. Um, others, you know, it doesn't bother me. I kind of like it. You know, as long as it's not Everclear that we're drinking. <laughs> no one's trying Everclear. Uh, no one's trying to date rape you. Yeah, you just kind of muddle the fruit in that. <laughs> yeah, muddle the fruit. <laughs> Is that what that was called? <laughs> but no, I this th- so of the three, this by this is beating the other two. So, and see, I'm not, I'm not sophisticated enough to tell you what the flavors are that I'm tasting. Um, you know, if it was like fish pizza or hot dogs i could tell you the difference but when it comes to like oh this is cinnamon or caramel like i know what they taste like but when it comes down to like pulling that out of alcohol i have that's beyond my my abilities so so even drinking this need for me i like it like i feel like it coats my tongue the flavors that coat my tongue taste good yeah, there, there's a little bit of burn and tingle to it, but it's not unpleasant. Like it's not, it's not that kind of burn. Yeah. And when you swallow it, it doesn't. It's not burning my throat. I, I, I almost want to say this is what they like. What they call not legs, because legs are on the cup. But what, yeah, what legs it has it has to do with like the viscosity, I guess, of it. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it feels thicker in, it has on the body. Yes, yeah, it has a good body. Like it definitely has more. It feels like it's coating more. It's like. The taste of my mouth is there longer than the other two. And I don't know if that's... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to call it leg. It just feel like... Um, like you said, the viscosity of it. It feels thicker. Like there's more substance to it. So yeah, I, I think it's age. I think... I, I don't know if I'm right, but I feel like this has has more age to it than the first two. This is something that I could I could see myself like... Oh, I can sip this for, for a minute. Maybe an ice cube. Maybe... Maybe neat, but um, yeah, I, I like yeah. this lot. I think I'd enjoy it more with an ice cube, but as someone who drinks bourbon with ice, even neat, I I would still drink this. I would drink it neat. I wouldn't prefer to, but I would if it was in front of me and I didn't, you know, I was in like the Sahara Desert with no ice. I drink this because I'll that's where I'll be. I, that's a real world <laughs> scenario for everybody out there. It's Sahara <laughs> Desert, no ice, and bourbon. I'll bring one creature comfort with me. Any last thoughts before we give scores? No, I think uh, I think this one was definitely the best so far. Um, so with that, I've I've got to go higher than that six, which I'll probably revisit. So I'll give this a seven. You think that you think it was that close though with a? Or are you no, gonna, you're going to lower A later. I'm going to okay. lower A. <laughs> All right, Krishan. I was trying to be nice to the first one. So, um, yeah, I'm going to do I'm going to do an eight. Mike seven. I'm going to go eight. Actually, I'm I'm tempted to go nine. Ooh. I like this one. Like, this is something like if I were by myself drinking, I would want to drink this. This would be one I go to. Yeah, no, I agree. I would, I would buy this. I would drink it. I'd like to try it on the rocks just to see. Or even, um, you guys ever mess with those like 
whiskey stones. Whiskey stones, yeah. It just needs to be chilled. Just yeah. if it if the temperature was brought down just a little bit, mm-hmm. I think it would be it would open it up a lot. Yeah. This is really nice. Yeah, and I think that's really a neat, nice. like a, a, a neat contrast between the heat of the alcohol you feel and then mm-hmm. the chill, you know, the the, te- the actual temperature. So like the alcohol heat versus the chilled temperature of the you know of the mm-hmm. liquid. So. So my my I gave it a nine. I I, I gave it the score I wanted to. I was going to give it an eight, just to kind of leave room, see if any of these other two beat it out. But for me, this is only, I mean, in my short lifespan with bourbon and whiskey, this is probably as near perfect as I'm going to get, in my opinion. Um, that said, I don't know. I might have to adjust it later on. I think it's may, it may be a lower proof than the first two, at least the first one. Really? See, I think it's higher. You think? Yeah, I think uh, I got more alcohol out of the first two. Now maybe that tingling and numbness is a cinnamon. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, if you eat like a hot candy, like say a yeah. a, a hot fireball, you, you have that same sensation. Maybe that's from a cinnamon or minty. I'm I'm not sure what all the different flavors that go into it, but maybe that is kind of what's causing that that tingling sensation. Yeah, yeah I'd be interested to see when when we're done, see what the proof was. But it seems it might be lower. And just to clarify here, even though we're talking about cinnamon, this is not Fireball that we're drinking here. <laughs> not Fireball. Don't not be Fireball. fireball. <laughs> not Fireball. No. Up next, Goldschlager <laughs> and Jägermeister to just round out the, the college. Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The funny thing, when you said cinnamon, though, that's a, I'd say that hits the nail on the head for the flavor more than what I was thinking mm-hmm. for a descriptive term. It definitely has a cinnamon flavor to it. Whatever that is in whiskey and bourbon, I don't know what that is, yeah. but... Like, now that you're talking about it, as it's, st- like, it's still sitting in my tongue. Like, I can still taste it, which I like. Definitely a cinnamon-type flavor. Like, if I ate one, like one of those little cinnamon dots things, mm-hmm. that's what this tastes like. I, I love cinnamon. Like, I, I would go cinnamon tooth- toothpaste, cinnamon mouthwash, cinnamon gum, cinnamon bears, little cinnamon discs. Like, I, that's my go-to uh, flavor for, for all that stuff. So, you know, I like the heat from it and... And just you know, the general like who doesn't like a red hot cinnamon bear? Delicious. I don't think I've ever had it. Really? No. The gummy cinnamon bear? No. Like oh. I, I, I do hot tamales. That candy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. But, yeah, that's yeah. good. I mean, with you running down the cinnamon morning routine list, I was waiting for cinnamon toast crunch to come across. <laughs> like the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have the cinnamon toast crunch. Just the the flavoring, the in, co- like coffee flavor. Or? No, no, it's a oh. it's it it's like a, a container that you shake the seasoning on, like actual toast. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can make or oatmeal. So I think stuff. I think you just enlightened our world as to that, that existing. It, it, it exists. <laughs> yeah, the cinnamon possibilities. It's are, endless. Are endless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we move on to D? Let's do it. We are move. We are moving through these. We're thirty minutes in. <laughs> we got two left. Oh, this one looks dark though. Oh yeah. I hey so. Early guys like dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. You need water. Right. Like the chart, what was it, the chart in the military. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the army needs to teach you how to pee. You're gonna die. <laughs> You're dying. You better drink some water. I, I kind of. Pick up some vanilla in there. Does anyone smell that? Something sugary in there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 
sophisticated now that I. You picked it up. I did. You're getting that palate. You're getting that nose. <laughs> I mean, you got your nose 12 feet deep in that cup like that lady did. <laughs> nose humping that cup. <laughs> I like that. But I did see a thing like when you like sip, if you do a chew of it as well, like it'll, your saliva glands will activate. It'll help open up <laughs> as Alex tries to chew. <laughs> You get some more of the flavors. <laughs> I chew too much. <laughs> chew it too much. It's almost as fun as watching him drink like a sour beer. <laughs> like watching this, this watching is my sour him and Josh face. drink like the, the sour, 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 sour. <laughs> this, this is my sour cheeky face. This one's burning a bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so right off the bat, I mean, this one's right up my alley of what I normally drink, what I would pour out of my cabinet. I think this is the $50 bottle. Trying to stereotype me now? <laughs> no, I just <laughs> trying to sound bougie. To sound bougie. No, I feel I I agree. I think if I had if I had this, this would probably be my my go to. Really, yeah. I, I would figure the more expensive bottle would have the flavor and smoothness, not just the heat. This is hot, like on the tongue. This is this is there's some fire to it. Well, I mean, some some people don't regard um, heat as from alcohol or burn from alcohol is bad. That's true. And I, I'm kind of getting there. Like I kind of feel some, the tinglys on my, on the mm-hmm. tip of my tongue, lips, and then on the sides of my tongue too. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm drinking gasoline going down, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't want that sensation. But if you, if I get it on the front end of it, as I drink it, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I get a lot of the barrel notes on this one. Like there's definitely like the oak, like heavy flavor there, and that might be what you don't like. Any of them dusty? <laughs> dusty <laughs> barrel. This one got, it got cleaned off before it got put in there. <laughs> I just want to know what the dusty barrel smells like. I don't understand what she was talking about. Right. Like if you said, oh, it smells like cinnamon, like everyone could probably guess that. Right. But how many, oh, that's, you nailed it. The dusty barrel. Smells like the dusty box in my basement. Like, why are you smelling that? You said dusty box. I was thinking something else. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything. You know, I don't know what. Maybe, I don't know what she does. <laughs> Maybe hers was. I don't you know. <laughs> you never know what she's got in her basement. <laughs> um, I, I want to give it another try though, <laughs> but I'm just staring at it like it's gonna kill me. So give me. I've a had it before. Have you? I know I have. I think I know what it is because. Well, you know the answers to the test. I don't. I know. Look, I know what's in front of me. I don't know what order it's in, though. But I think I know what this is. But I, I'm not gonna say it. I want to ruin the surprise. But and if it is what I think it is, I'm surprised because I generally like it. So you don't like it? If I would, it, so let's say I was choosing something to drink at night. That's how. This is how I generally score things. If I'm sitting down, gonna have a drink by myself, which one am I choosing? I don't think I would choose this. Hmm. I just choose the one that's available because right. they don't last. In my I house. have, uh, yeah, I have, I have moods like probably like Jared. I have multiple bottles open at a time, and depending on a mood, we'll we'll kind of gear like what I what I have to drink. Um, 
like 1792. I think just looking at the bottle of 1792 makes me feel sophisticated because it has like the, the gold top. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a got nice, the like, wide. Yeah, the yeah. wide dude, I, I want. It's I so pretty. That's one I haven't tried yet. Yeah. And I want to get it. Everyone says it's really good. No, I like it. Um, but I typically have it when I want to feel sophisticated. Mm. So you can drink by yourself. So I can drink alone. <laughs> well, you also have With your... With my smoking jacket <laughs> and slippers. Yeah, you have your you know first drink of the night shelf of bottles, and then you have your... I've already had one. I'm not going to go back to that high end. I'm going to you know pull the mid-tier bottle or the lower tier of your collection to say, you know, let's not waste the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I would put this more at that first drink of the night level. Because like I keep, I have a the glass decanter, and I always say if you're a friend of mine and you come over, don't drink the glass decanter because that's most likely some plastic handle bottle that I just put in there for folks who who may not enjoy bourbon. But like if you're mixing something, if it's just like oh I want a bourbon and ginger ale, I don't want you using my like ten year bullet for that yeah. or you know something like that. so. Um, yeah, the, the the decanter typically has some old granddad in there, or <laughs> yeah. so, so like like these A and B, like I mix those with ginger ale and whatever. So maybe yeah, a bourbon mule out of it. Those are the decanter bottles for sure. Good dead silence, fellas. Good, de- good, good silence. Oh. I think we were all watching you. Yeah, you're playing with the knobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm making sure everyone sounds at the right level. And if I edited this out, then no one's gonna know what we're talking about. Yeah. Right. He's I, I, dropping I, hints, playing with the knobs, telling us it's Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta. Make... I really think it is. Though. Do you think it's Knob Creek? It wouldn't shock me. I think. Yeah, I think it's. It's. It may be Knob Creek. So I'll tell you when. Um, like my first experience with whiskey, I was like 19, and it was a bad experience with Knob Creek. Um, someone gave me a shot of it, and and I was like, "Oh, this stuff is horrible." And it took me like 20 years to get You're flashbacks, get back to it. And I'm like, I remember this. I remember this taste. It's like, you know, you have that bad night of drinking, and yeah, you know, I still like, can't drink gin. I can't drink Southern Comfort at oh, all. Oh no, me neither. At all. No, I can do a SoCo and lime shot, but. Considering I don't know anyone that's 22, really. Yeah. I, don't I don't even know do if 22 that. year olds do it anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, well, they're probably too busy at home on their phones. Yeah, go out to Fells yeah. Point on a Friday night, maybe. Yeah, I'm still not drinking a SoCo and Lime shop. It's gin and SoCo and Lime, or SoCo. Mm-mm, no thanks. Bad memories. All right, let's do scores for this one. So, Jared, what are you giving D? I'll go a nine on this one. I know you drink Makers. Is this to me? This kind of says similar profile to Makers, where it's a little bit spicier. No, no, nothing like that. Okay, no, I, I think Makers is sweet. It's probably yeah. to me. It's one of the sweeter, the I sweeter mean, ones. That there. means I got to revisit that one too. Then, mm. yeah, Makers branded to be like sweet. Meat. Yeah, because it's, it's like wheat heavy. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. All right, Krishan, what's yours? Um, I I like C so far the best, so I don't want to out score C. So I'm going to go seven. Mike, I'm going with nine on D. I'm 
don't let us influence you. No, I'm going to go five. I was, I was debating between a four and a five. Oh, wow. Because I actually, I, I, in fact, I'm, I'm going to go four. Just because I like this less than A. And I, give a, I gave A a four. That seems unfair. Now, why, though? I, I, I just, I feel like it's a better... I feel like it's a, in my opinion, it's a better bourbon than a. I just had a little burp of this D. (laughs) (laughs) The burp of D was better than the initial of A. (laughs) So D coming up is better than A coming up. So so now I'm just do I leave it at a four? It's your preference, Sean. Yeah, it's your or preference. I, or, or do no, I? No, it's your. It's whatever you drink. So don't worry about it. Yeah, I for me, I just wouldn't drink this. And I, I have a bad feeling it's going to bite me in the ass later on because I probably do drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Which just shows me I probably shouldn't have it in the house. So, I don't know. Put it, put it in the decanter. Right. <laughs> no, put I, it I, in Krishan's decanter. Yeah. <laughs> I once uh, I bought Jefferson's Ocean. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen that barrel. I've heard of it, yeah. So their their whole premise is they put the barrel and it goes out to sea and then it has a little tag on it and tells you the journey. And um, so they put it, it in the ocean with bourbon in it. Yeah, so they put the the barrel on a ship, and then that ship goes somewhere, and they say like the elements and then how like all that will, would impact the. It's such a marketing ploy that sounds um, pretentious as fuck it is pretentious <laughs> and, and then I bought a bottle of it right this and then Krishan fell we got to find out you got to find out it's good yeah. $20 more per bottle it could be pretentious standard. good shit though I mean you got to find out no I hated it I, I hated it <laughs> and, uh, but I was like what am I going to I have to finish this yeah because you probably spent $50 I, on it no it was like it was like 80 <laughs> yeah they're 70 80 yeah. So, the, like, I was confused. Like, do they kick the bu- barrel off the ship and like let it float back? No, it's on the it's on the ship. So it you you think the like depending on where a ship goes, it's it's going to be impacted by the elements and it, like at the bottom. Is it on the, the deck? Uh, no, it's it's underneath. So yeah, like with with heat, say it's at the equator equator vice. So the ship's you know, not not typically like engine spaces are, oh, are no, kind no. of warm they're just hot as hell yeah no matter where yeah. you are so like if it they're like oh if the ship's rocking depending so they're saying like the voyage is gonna have each bottle taste a little bit differently but um i i thought it was n- not good <laughs> i don't want to use the trash i can kind of see that so i imagine there were times like during like tall ships like sailing vessels where they would put a bottle a, a barrel of something on board a ship and then it would go wherever it would go, and maybe it would pick up different tastes because it's traveling so slowly. And then also, there are no climate-controlled spaces on those ships. So, you know, like, I kind of see, and maybe it's just a modern twist on that. But when you put it on, like, you know, uh, like Marisk, Alabama, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's climate-controlled. And, yeah, the engine rooms and stuff aren't, and probably the bilge isn't, but at that point, it's just really hot. It's recirculated so, air. It's not even ocean air at that point. It's like yeah, through a yeah. filter. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Like, I think for the most part, all they all they're doing is shaking a barrel around at right. sea and then yeah. taking it off. You're just and driving saying, on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. It'll shake exactly. Out. Right? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. Just telling you it's not. Yeah the the marketing ploy there and Mike, you were hitting on it without even knowing. Um, so they're trying to play off of you know it's a bourbon, but they want to treat it like a scotch, so it's got the ocean air in it. You know yeah. all the 
the aged scotches in Scotland get the ocean water, the salt water that hits it. And then they're hitting on, you know, rum was transported in barrels. Yeah. So it got shaken around and experienced and delivered to the elements on the boats. While traditionally whiskey was always bottled in glass when it was shipped. Mm-hmm. So it never got that like wooden shake or like the the air getting to it and potentially impacting it. So you're right. They're they're playing on all those couple of things saying, hey, let's do this. Put it on a boat. Charge people 20 some dollars extra a bottle. Right. You know, make an extra nickel. and I'm digging it. You know, I mean, the sucker's born every minute. Yeah. What? <laughs> wait, wait. I intentionally didn't do this. <laughs> we all fall for stuff like I mean, you, you know, things that like oh, you know, this is this is a uh, you know, aged on a ship and then it went to you know got shot into space. And yeah. The, the, just wait till that happens. Like oh, this this. This uh, bourbon experienced zero gravity. <laughs> like, okay. I told, that's why I used to drink Miller High Life. I love those commercials. The champagne of beers? The champagne of <laughs> beers? Yeah. But you remember, I don't know if you remember the commercials from when we were in our 20s. Like, it would be like some guy doing a normal job or something, and it would say, now you're living the high life. It was like some random shit. Yeah. Like, but the commercials were funny, and they were great, and it got me to try the champagne of beers. And it got me to keep buying it. I fell hook, line, and sinker for the market. So you like the you like Miller High Life more? I'm an MGD fan. I don't. Oh, yes, wow. I, I would do high, I would do yeah. High Life over MGD. Yeah, hundred times out of hundred. I've not had MGD in forever. That is true. I will say I haven't had it in a long time. It's almost hard to find. Like so, but Miller Light dominates. Miller, Miller Light brand. dominates yeah. it. But yeah, MGD because is, you know if you think about like Budweiser, <clears throat> you know Bud Light versus Bud Heavy. Like Budweiser is still a, but no, but, oh, let me have Miller. Miller what? Like <laughs> Ultra or yeah. no, Michelob Ultra? Yeah, like right? which, which one do you, which one do you want? Like, no, I just want a regular Miller. Is MGD the like this equivalent to Bud Heavy? Yeah, yeah. It's so, Coors Cor- Cor- Banquet, MGD, Budweiser. Okay, those are your three heavies. Because I just liked MGD because when I was a much younger, I was like Rusty Wallace. And that, Rusty Wallace drove the <laughs> number two MGD Thunderbird to look cool because it's black and gold. Well, plus he was the anti Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, and every kid loved Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck those kids!" Right. I like Rusty Wallace. Right. I say everyone's a Yankee fan. Yeah. I'm gonna be a Met fan, even though Rusty barely won a fucking race. Yeah, but his like, car looked cool. Right. Yep. All no. black. Yeah. Number was it all black? No, it was. It was black what? and gold. Yeah. It was a Thunderbird, right? As opposed to aluminum, and. It, he ran under number two. Making it sound like I actually watched a lot of NASCAR as a kid. I just I, paid attention I to did. that car. Yeah, <laughs> I care. I, I couldn't care less about anything regarding NASCAR. I feel like they did a lot more advertisements back then with NASCAR, like the drivers did. Like I feel like Rusty Wallace did, like a numerous amounts of commercials back then. They all, well, NASCAR kind of hit its peak twenty years ago. Yeah, it really hasn't been. Well, like yeah, with Dale. Junior or something. So Dale Earnhardt Junior retired ten years ago at least. Yeah. And then Dale Earnhardt Senior was killed, you know, back in like oh three, oh two, something like that. Yeah. I mean you had but like so you had like the Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt, Richard Petty, 
Like that to me the was the original like, crew. The yeah. king, Richard Petty with a hat. Right. I mean yeah. you had dude, you had a driver named Dick Trickle. How yeah. awesome is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I am not making that name. You can Google that shit. His actual name was Dick Trickle. Yeah. Best name for a car driver I've ever heard. Yeah. You know? And they're all like pig farmers in North Carolina. Yeah. Like, it was either I it was either, I better win this race car or I'm gonna be a pig farmer. Like those were your choices. So but I don't remember watching races. I just remember seeing them on commercials back yeah. then. Well, then Jeff Gordon came out and kind of became the pretty boy. The, yeah. the one that, you know, there wasn't like a complete redneck. Because I think Jeff Gordon was from Indiana. He Something wasn't like, like yeah. you know, like, you know, down home. Like, seriously, it was like, I'm going to be a peanut farmer, or a pig farmer, or a race car driver. Like, Because I can, I can say, name. honestly, I know every name you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I've never watched a NASCAR race. I've never seen one from right. beginning to end. And, and it's Stupid. mainly because they were so commercial. Like, yeah. these people were everywhere. Oh. So. Well, that was the point. Yeah. It, it, the racing was secondary. So now it's just like, you know, and now they all, I, I couldn't tell you a single driver now. They all look the same. Yeah, I mean, uh, minus Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Watson. Is it what? Watson? Wallace. Wallace. That's Come a on, offer. man. Because I'm black? Yeah. Like, yeah you got to know, know the one black driver. <laughs> but, I mean, in all fairness, his name is Bubba Wallace. I mean, he's, if I said, if I said this is my friend Bubba Wallace, nine times out of ten, you think he's probably white. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was Watson. Oh, yeah. Watson's a golfer, isn't he? Yeah, he's a golfer. Oh, so, so that's more my speed. And he is white, right? <laughs> <laughs> more of my speed there. <laughs> we should do another episode. <laughs> is he white or black? There was that SNL skit where they, they did gay or European. <laughs> and they're like, they put someone up and they're like, uh, both? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of soccer, um, Ted Lasso just, just came out. <laughs> Is it gay and European? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> um, for Ted Lasso fans, I think the last episode was out yesterday. So I know I'm waiting to watch that one. But that just that was a left-hand turn for no reason. Speaking yeah. of NASCAR. Right? Yeah, say. Not a right-hand turn. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was. I, the, not the street course. The races I'd always try to watch were like Watkins Glen and Sears Point. Because yep. they're road races, some of the smarter teams like they wouldn't even hire have their regular that they'd have <laughs> hire some European like F one guy washout who would dominate. Do you remember the one guy? Like it was this weird looking. He was an American guy. Boris said, "Yes." So <laughs> his name was Boris. His last name was S A A D, but he pronounced it said. And he was like this like super tall, poofy haired white guy, like. You look like you look at me like I don't know what you are, dude. Like I don't know what's going on here. But he would only race like two races a year for I think it was Hendrick Racing, mm-hmm. and it was for the road courses. Yeah, because he I, apparently he just couldn't turn left all the time. Like, and the guys who just turn left all the time can't make right turns. Like I don't know why you had to pull in like the bullpen driver for the road races. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you drive home? <laughs> we fly home. <laughs> it's like Zoolander. He can only turn left. <laughs> it's like, you're driving a a million a million plus dollar car. Like you're telling me there's no right hand turns to get out of the stadium. Like it, no, you never mind multiple right hand turns. Like 
left only for you? Like, yeah. and this million dollar plus machine? Like, I never understood that part. Race all the damn races. It's like, what do you need a break for? You're not like a catcher in the major leagues. Like, you, you got to squat and you know, you're doing 50 squats a game and you, and you get the fourth day off. No, you're driving a car, and I get it. You lose a lot of fluid because you're sweating your ass off. But I mean, one race a week, you can't make. We got. We but is it like a, so? I'm I'm sitting here trying to like picture a pit stop, right? They they go left to get into a pit stop. Yes. But then they would have to not not a full turn right, but it is a little veer right to get back on. It's more of a change of the lane, and actually yeah. the way a lot of them are set up, the pit row is on a straightaway. So when you come into it, you just make a sharper left mm-hmm. to go into it. And when you come out of it, you just make a left turn back onto the track. Oh, so it's just it's weird to never is, go right. Yeah, so you really don't ever never have right. to turn right. And, in fact, they set those cars up so that they're biased left-hand turn. They physically turn left easier than they turn right. Mm. They're designed to turn left. So... <laughs> So I'm like, Except you know way the, too much about this for have never gone to a race. I've never been to a race. I'm just, I like cars. The few so. I've been to, best times, greatest people watching. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Eight hours of just drinking and you, you well, fit in. Well, look at all these people. It's like a Walmart Super Center for yeah. people watching. A Walmart you, Super Center. You can't go <laughs> in Florida. You're going to see something. <laughs> well, look, look at all Someone shit their pants. You're going to see that. <laughs> look at all these people that go to Preakness in the, the infield party. They, they don't care. There's a horse. That's bougie NASCAR. Yeah, the, the crowd, the crowd is bougie NASCAR, right? Yeah. And the race is ninety seconds long, and someone still shit their pants. Yeah, but like you go, to, <laughs> you go to the infield at Preakness where they run down the row of porta potties and people throw beers at them. That's probably the same thing that goes on in, in, in the infield yeah. in a NASCAR race. Very similar. <laughs> so I feel like NASCAR. Like I feel like if you go, it's fairly chill, except with a lot of beer bongs. Like, a lot of beer drinking games, beer bongs. I don't feel like anyone's doing, like, that kind of wild. There's probably a ton of pop cult, uh, country being played. That's probably Morgan Wallen all day long. Yeah. And, <laughs> or, yeah. That whole album he just put out. Florida Georgia Line. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I just I just threw up the bourbon in my mouth. <laughs> Which one, A, B, C, or D? Probably D. <laughs> the one that you all like. That I can't stand. I'm probably gonna vomit up later. That, that burn going down. I don't. Want, I'm besmirching that. By the way, Whatever, whichever <laughs> one that is, I'm just besmirching. Taking it down. Probably for the novice bourbon drinkers out there like myself, <laughs> do not drink that one. But leave, leave that to the sophisticated palates out there. Um, speaking of which, let's move on to E. Mm. I'm looking at it like, please don't. On the me. Army P chart, this falls into the you should probably drink some more water category. <laughs> I, think, I think you should have a little <laughs> hydration. Ooh. Different. Hmm. Expand on that. I'm trying. I don't know what I'm tasting. The gears are turning. A little spicy. Not as spicy as, as D. And when I say spicy, I mean that burn for me. Like burn on the tongue. Didn't burn going down. There is a distinct flavor in there, though. Yeah, because you, you say spicy. Some people 
like say that rise are spicy because it kind of gives like a peppery taste. But I don't I don't get like I don't think you're saying like peppery. Yeah. Spicy you're I, saying like maybe alcohol heat. I, I think it's alcohol heat. That's that's where I'm going with that. Um I get a, I get less cinnamon than the last one. Or no, less cinnamon than C. But cinnamony sweet in this one. It doesn't coat my tongue like C though. See, still my number one. Oh, that came up. Yeah, I was doing some uh, color comparisons from from the prior batches. Cheater. <laughs> I mean, this. One, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like put it into words while it's like while I'm burping it up. There's no. There's no flavor on the burp up though, which is weird. And there's no flavor left on my tongue either. Like, I feel like the flavor came and went pretty quick. Not as quick as, like, the Basil Hayden toast we had. Mm-hmm. That feel, I feel like I put that on my tongue and it evaporated, like, right away. Um, but this is not that. This is... It's got good flavor. Like, whatever hits the back of your tongue tastes good. It just doesn't last long enough for me. I wish it was there a little bit longer. Yeah, I like it. It's not not having like the the barrel flavor that the last one did have, but it's a nice, clean, smooth drink. Like you said it doesn't burn a lot, doesn't hold in your mouth. It's it's there and then it's gone. It makes you want to go back for more. I think of, of them. This is this is my favorite of of the five. This this feels to me like it's between. Flavor profile-wise, it's between the C and the D. So it's it's not as hot as D for me. It's got a little more flavor than C. Uh, but C had a lot less heat, in my opinion. But I, I like C more. Yeah, I think this could hold up, though. Like what, what we were saying earlier about if you put it in a mixed drink, if you're doing an old-fashioned... Um, I think the flavor profiles here, like there's a little bit of smokiness. There's like maybe some some citrus uh it could hold up to like the sweetness of of like an old-fashioned or or manhattan or something like that um yeah i think you would know you're drinking whatever this is when when you have it i could see that i don't know if i drink it straight i think i i think i would use it as a mixer though just for that reason like you you still get bourbon flavor in there in the mixed drink it's not it's not it's not weak, I guess is the right word for it. What do you think? Mm, it's not my favorite of of all of them. I mean it's good. It's definitely better than the first two. Um but I, I don't kinda of unremarkable, really. I'm not tasting a whole lot. There's not a whole lot going on. But it definitely has more of not a whole lot going on than the first two did. Which didn't really have anything going on. I just put a drop of A on my tongue. That's just bad now. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need this on YouTube just for your facial expressions from... <laughs> yeah, it, between this one and the beer episode we did, my facial expressions for the beer one... We're very similar oh, to what I just beer. did. 
Ty and I would just sit here and be like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Between him and Josh. With the, <laughs> Some of those were just bad. And then and with like then the hams and the old chub scotch ale. Oh my god. I like scotch ale. It's good. You I, I can't believe you like that one. Scotch ale is great when it's cold outside. I'm going back to B real quick. Let's refinish it. Like after some of the alcohol. Well, and I, and then I also want to note we we are tasting out of solo red cups here. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> not the, that's the preferred vessel. <laughs> I don't know if it's the preferred vessel for for bourbon tasting here. I think I need to go back and give B an upgrade. But let, let's grade E. So, Jared, what are you doing? What are you going for with the last one with E? So I'm going to go back to a seven, the same as uh, C on this one. Okay. Krishan? I'm going to do nine. Um, wow. E. Yeah, I like E. That's your number one. It's my number one. Mike? Six. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Um. If it's cheap, I've been paying way too much money for. (laughs) (laughs) So now, now it's time when we we can go back, and we can change scores. I'm gonna change my B from a five to a six. I just tried it again. A was awful. I'm gonna change my A. I'm changing my A from a four down to a three. And I'm gonna let my other one stand. So for me, I got A at a three, B is at a six, C is at a nine, D is at a four, and E is at a five. So that puts it C B, C B E D A for me. I want to lower B. I just tried B again. All right. Okay, make it like a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and take A and B down a couple for me. So, like that six goes to a. Four, and the four to a two. Really, the two. Yeah. You didn't like that at all. No. Okay. Um, did you want to lower A from a four, or you want to keep it at four? Four's it can, pretty low. It can stay at a four. Okay. Yeah. And then you're still good with C, D, and E, though. So I'm still good with C, D, and E. Yeah. You got an eight, seven, and nine for C, D, E. Mm-hmm. All right. And you got seven, nine, seven for C, D, and E. Yep. All right. And then Mike. All right. So you need to recap your scores real quick. Uh, no, no, let's, I wrote them down. So, take D from 9 to 8. Okay. And C from 7 to 9. They're just kind of flipping. Okay. And, uh, should I taste A again to confirm? Well, I gave it a 5. I think I may have over... Try again. You, you gave A a 5 and B a 3. I think you were spot on with B. But. I think I know what B is. We'll get to that in a minute. Give A a three, too. <laughs> A's worse the second time around. A is. Yeah. Glad B. we started there. Yeah. I have extra, and I wish I had extra of something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're good with the scores? Because I'm going to tally them up here. I'm good. Yep. So A ends up with a total of 14 out of 40. B... 
gets a 14 out of 40. Uh, C, I gotta do big math. Um, was 27 plus 6. 33? Yeah. 33. 33 out of 40. D gets, let's see, 28 out of 40. And then E gets 27 out of 40. So in, lead, in last place, we have A and B, both tied 14, which... Whether you gave one a higher score than the other one, I think everyone can agree that they were both there. Although I do like B. I thought it was okay. Um, I think if you just wanted to crush a crushable bourbon, B was low. It, it, it tasted like a low proof compared to the other ones. Um, uh, third place, right in the middle, was E. So that was the last one we tried. D was only one point ahead with 28. And then C was the highest one of all of them, and by five points, and that was C. That was 33. So, the big reveal. Let's do it. Do you guys want to guess first? I have no idea. No, can we see know. the bottles and then see if we can guess which one's which? All right. Before you just tell us. All right. You got to talk while I go get the bottles then. Okay. Yeah. We're, no pressure. No we're pressure talking while he goes to get the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. Yeah. He gets the bottle. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's no surprise that, you know, with those rankings, if you look at our glasses, which ones are empty and still have anything left, the yeah. the scores reflect it. Well, yeah, and I'm glad that I saved a little bit of C so I was able to revisit it. Because um, when, I, when I had it, and I was like, cause I didn't want to, you know, like imagine you know you would go on on you never had bourbon before and you go and you drink a you're like oh that's a nine <laughs> oh wait let's see all right so nobody can hear me because I'm not near a mic do I say what we have here there there is a bullet Jared there is bullet there is Knob Creek there's wild turkey uh, there's a bib and Tucker. Which I don't think too well, many people have heard of. I've had it. And then benchmark number eight. <laughs> Which I've put in my uh, glass decanter. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a good reason. So, I, I don't know if you noticed, the benchmark number eight is the biggest bottle. Yeah. It costs less than all of them. Yeah. <laughs> plastic bottle. plastic. It's screwed plastic. <laughs> it does pour the easiest, though. I will say, the, the bullet pours like absolute shit. Like, I'm pouring it, and shit's just spilling down the side of the bottle. Like, can we make a bottle that pours correctly? Like, why? spout? Right. Yeah, I'm like, wait. I'm like, I got more on the floor over there than I got in the cups. <laughs> All right. So like my kids when they're peeing. Let's see. The last place finisher were A and B. <clears throat> a was Bullet Bourbon. Really? Which surprises me because that was your house bourbon. Yeah. Wait, you know how much bullet bourbon I drink? On a, <laughs> like, it is my go-to. Yeah. Bullet is my go-to. Did, did you do something to the bullet? No, I didn't. Uh. I, I just pour, I, <laughs> now, is that the correct? Because that's a 90-proof bullet bourbon. No, it's my it's my go-to bourbon. That yeah. is a $30 bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Roughly. 
uh, and it tied for last with B, which is the benchmark number eight. Wow. They might might be distilled at the same place and don't even... Well, so benchmark it. number eight is Buffalo Trace. Okay. It's literally watered-down Buffalo Trace. It's 80 proof, and Buffalo Trace is 90, but it's from yeah. the same distillery. Yeah, that's crazy. I um, drink a lot of Bullet. I'm still buying Bullet, by the way. <laughs> I'm still going to buy Bullet. <laughs> maybe, maybe you won't when you figure out what you like the most. Yeah, but right. I, I, one thing, though, I, I don't think I ever drink Bullet neat. No. No. I, I always have it, like, it's bullet and ginger ale or maybe on the rocks or something so maybe that affects the flavor profile but it's very possible um by the way the benchmark number eight is 18 dollars for the handle you could buy two of those for the price of one bullet it's nine bucks yeah Mm -hmm. pretty much (laughs) no 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 no, not not necessarily i don't think half a handle is not double a 750 ml how much is a handle? One and a half liters. That would be double. times two. It's double. What? Yeah, point no seven liter, five. No liters to liters. Like seven fifty in it's the bullet. Just in the the bullet. Just <laughs> or is it one point three five? I don't. I don't. I have no well, idea. What I mean, we have. What, what are we? This isn't Europe. I don't do metrics. <laughs> <laughs> Metric system. Is it one point seven five liter? Okay, it's one one point seven five liter. To. 750. 750. Does that, get, does that tell you milliliters That's on there? 750 milliliters. Yeah. Well, 1.75 liter is just 1,750 milliliters. Is Put it? a decimal there. So, 0.75. Yeah, yeah. 0.75. So, it's right. two. Actually, it's 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 more, isn't it? It's a little more. more. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you can get two of those and get like an extra half a bottle. A flask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. For, for, for the road cost. trips. <laughs> and easy transportability. And the funny thing is, so, Krishan, you scored the bullet four, and you gave the benchmark a three. You might as well just buy the benchmark. I may as well just buy the benchmark <laughs> for what I'm doing with it. Um, Jared, you, you ranked A and B four and two, so you got the bullet twice as good as the benchmark, but still not good. No. I put the benchmark at six and the bullet at a three. Mike, you got him three and three. You got him in a dead heat. Yeah. Which I... I find it funny because you both have it in your house. No, I think how much of it is is the actual like appeal of the bottle. Like, There's something to that. Like it's something with. I think it's something with the bottle that that's like oh, okay, this is gonna be. A well, good. I also you, you serve in glass. Yeah, you so yeah. And then I you know I use that smoke stuff at home. Oh, do you? Yeah, I light yeah. a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put the smoke in the glass. Mm-hmm. I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I use glass. <laughs> so the next two up. So E was in third place. E is Wild Turkey 101. And it was only one point short of D. And I'll get to D in a minute. The reason why this is interesting is because Wild Turkey 101 is a $20 bottle. It's the second cheapest bottle in this thing, and it punched, I'd say it punched above its weight class. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, D, on the other hand, so think of it this way. D, which is the next one up, this is, this is the one that ranked number two, was double the price. This is the $40 bottle, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Knob Creek 9, which is a $40 bottle. So... If you so right now we got the bullet bourbon was thirty, 
in last place. The benchmark old old number eight was uh, second to last place at eighteen dollars for the handle, so roughly half the price of the bullet. Um, actually less than half, but whatever. Um, E was Wild Turkey one hundred and one at twenty dollars, so that knocks out our three cheapest ones. Mm-hmm. Knob Creek nine hundred proof forty dollars. So now this Nelson knocks out our two highest proof. So Wild Turkey 101 and Knob Creek at 100. Those are both our highest proof ones here. The last one, the winner, is C. And it wasn't really close because C had 33 points and won by five full points. Mm-hmm. Was the Bib and Tucker yeah. at 92 proof, and it's a $50 bottle. Yeah, I've never had this before. Actually. So I, I have actually had it. My wife's uncle bought it. Um... We were in North Carolina for something, and either a Christmas, one of the events we went down there for, and now that my in-laws are down there, we'll be going down there all the time, but he had bought it, and I guess no one drank it, so he just gave it to me and said, here you go. I mean, it was still sealed up and everything, and we almost gave it to a coach, one of the kids' sports coaches, after a season, as a gift, Uh, because I looked at it, and I think there's some fancy, like... Yeah, so this one doesn't have it, but the one I had had a hand-labeled, like, batch and barrel number, like that sort of thing on it. So so my wife said, well, Google that and see how much it's worth. So I did. I was like, yeah, we're not giving this to a coach. I mean, I like this. He was a great, he's a good dude. Not that kind of, not that good. Yeah. Like, I give it to him now because he's right. like a friend of mine now. But then, sorry, dude, like you taught my kid how to, uh, I forget what sport it was, you know, throw a baseball. I did. I did that. Right. So. <laughs> now, it's also the coolest bottle up there. Um, really, yeah, it reminds not, me of like old cough syrup. You know, not not taken away from the plastic one, just because you know that has its own <laughs> characteristics. Comes with the grip handles, certain elan. You know the the functionality <laughs> over fashion, if you will. Um, but it's the handcraftedness of it. You know, it 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 would stand out on a shelf. You would pick that out of the lineup, saying it is the most expensive. So. Yeah, if you asked me what was the most expensive bottle here, without knowing anything about it, that one. Right. And it's an interesting story of how this ended up in in this competition. So I was actually, I was at Cheers and Spirits uh, today, actually. And I was talking to, uh, who, uh, talking to Lacey over there. And I was telling her what we were going to do in the episode. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. And I was like, but I, I'm looking for a $50 bottle. And I was going to get the one from Hudson. I guess it's called just Hudson, New York. Hud- yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one I was going to get. Because, I mean, I'm from upstate New York. I thought, oh, cool. I'll, I'll bring this. Bring this. Support the region. Whatever. And she was like, she goes, that's a good one. But she goes, this Bib and Tucker, people seem to really love. And she said it flies off the shelf. She goes, that might be the one to go with. So little did she know, when I was in there today, she picked the winner with a $50 bottle. Now, this also throws our theory right out the damn window. Because we were saying, what's the point of buying a $50 bottle? And, I mean, I'm trying to see, was this anybody's non-favorite? So, Jared gave it a 7. His top one was D with a 9. Krishan gave it an 8. His top one was E, 
but again, it was nine to eight. This was your favorite mm-hmm. over D, and, and just for D is the Knob Creek Nine, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had it as my favorite by three points, right? On a ten point scale, I mean, this was my next highest one was a six. This was a nine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely seemed to satisfy the various palate types that we have. You guys like a little bit more heat and a little more spicy. I like a little bit more sweet, a little bit more mellow. And this seemed to satisfy everybody. Yeah. And it's, uh, if you notice on our bottles, I think only the Knob Creek and and the Bib have uh, aged years on it as well. What like, is the years on that? Six. The Bib and Tucker? The Bib and Tucker is six what, years. And the Knob Creek nine is nine, nine years. Yeah. But here's the other thing, though. So, you know, and great, like, you'd expect the most expensive bottle to win, right? Like, we were testing cars, and we had a Kia Sophia and a Hyundai Excel and a Mercedes-Benz S-Class. You'd expect the S-Class to win. It better win. Like, there'd be something wrong if it didn't. But say you threw in the mix a Hyundai uh, Equus, right? And let's just make the years all the same just so that they... The Equus would run with the Mercedes-Benz. Um... And maybe the Equus would beat out, like, uh, a Lexus ES. So that's kind of how I'm looking at this, where you've got the $50 Bim and Tucker, which beat everybody, but the Wild Turkey finished really close to the second-place finisher, $20 versus $40. Yeah. So at that 20 buck, like, is the extra $20 worth it for the Knob Creek when um, – it only beat it out by one point. So then you're thinking, well, maybe I'll, I will go with a wild turkey just for a utility bourbon, just to have something there on the shelf that I can drink, mix, versatile type of deal, rather than going and spending twice as much for Knob Creek, which only beats it by one point. Yeah. And, I mean, the wild turkey one-on-one, the reason why it's in this to begin with was I think I got it like a month or so ago. And I got it because everything I had seen, every every reviewer I had seen taste it in a blind taste test, Wild Turkey 101 outpunched a lot of more expensive stuff. And this shows that. Yeah. It's a $20 bourbon and it beat out, you know, a uh, it beat out a $30 bourbon and came close to knocking out a uh, a $40 bourbon. Yeah. A double the price. I mean, it was literally one point away. Yeah. Like, would I buy Knob Creek 9 again over a Wild Turkey 101? I mean, according to my my tasting, um, the answer would be no, but only by a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and, and that's kind of like, especially as, like, novice bourbon drinkers. Like, that, I mean, you're kind of looking at price and what you like, and then you find something like that Wild Turkey 101, which, you now we have two novices and two more experienced guys here, and... You know, when you add the scores up, it kind of that wild turkey. The fact that it ran with the, um, you know, it 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 beat out the it, you know, it only it ran with the Knob Creek, only lost by a point. Like to me, it's like okay, that's that's worth a that's worth a, a second look. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you expect the fifty dollar bottle to beat out the the like it should. There'd be something wrong if it did. Well, that being said, I mean, 
the fifty dollar bottle, it not only beat the other four. I mean, it, it beat it pretty handily, which again is what you would expect from a, a higher price bottle. Right. But for for the Knob Creek Nine and the Bullet to be so close to the Wild Turkey One Hundred One at twenty bucks, that either speaks volumes of the, of the Wild Turkey One Hundred One, or it kind of poo poo's the Bullet in the Knob Creek, especially the Bullet. Especially because yeah, the Bullet the, the Bullet ranked it, it was tied for last with with the jug with the freaking handle. <laughs> what was Bullet A? Bullet was, bullet was A. a. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's crazy. And, I mean, A, I would say, I maybe I tanked A. I would say it was 4, 4, 3, and 3. So our scores are pretty even across the board. The only, re- I'd say the only well, reason I gave, why. I gave A a 5. So. You, but you downgraded it to a 3. Th- that's right. I, yeah, on, on second second round, yeah. Yeah. So. Now, I mean, I actually up B. If, if my score wasn't in there for B, if I would have left it as a 5, B loses by a point, which yeah. is the benchmark. But here, But again, though. Let's say benchmark was at thirteen and bullet was at fourteen. You're still talking about an eighteen dollar handle, yeah, versus a thirty dollar bottle. The bullet should punch stronger than that, mm-hmm. as far as taste goes. Yeah. So we're basically saying don't buy bullet anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- uh, this this is the the car and driver comparison where the Cadillac comes in with the Cimarron and gets destroyed. Right. By a Honda Accord or a Acura Integra, let's keep it at least to the same luxury type of class. Like mm-hmm. you're know, like, it's just running on the name, you know. So it is funny though. So with D, so Knob Creek, I will say this: Knob Creek would have done much better if I didn't score it so low. I really didn't like it though. Mm-hmm. Like I gave it a four. Like, so Knob was the most unique flavor. On the palate here, because of the age, you know, nine years in a in a barrel, gave it a much more oaky, unique taste compared to you know the first three. Um, well, I guess the first two not very very aged. Uh, the wild turkey I don't believe is very aged, but it's you know it held up. Um, and then the bib, you know, just being being a craft distillery, you know, I think the price is driven up with that fact alone. Uh, they just don't have the production scale to get it down to a lower cost like some of these others. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was I was surprised. It, you know, a good comparison would be it would be um, this Bib and Tucker versus the Devil's Due Distillery one we had. Yeah, because they're both fifty dollar bottles. Um, and maybe that, that I mean that's going to be another. We can do another episode where we do like we can do all all bargain. Bourbons, and then like all fifty dollars come in a plastic bottle. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be Jack Daniels. It's going to be like Seagram Seven. <laughs> we might. I've said that. Jack Daniels tastes like Hoppy's Number Nine. But, I, would say, um, I would say we got It's got to be a twenty dollars bottle. It can't be. It can't be Benchmark Number Eight. Like it's, it's got to be Four Roses. It's got to be. I mean, the lowest price glass bottle you can find. I mean, you could do Wild Turkey One Hundred One. You could do Four Roses. Like I bet you would be pretty competitive. I bet we'd be surprised at how how well those punch above their weight. Yeah. Um, Four roses, I think, would any day punch above its weight. Well, so like, like I was saying, so Wild Turkey One Hundred One is a twenty dollars bottle. Mm-hmm. Four roses is a twenty dollars bottle. Yeah. So like I I think it'd be real interested to do like do a blind twenty dollars bottle test 
and throw in like a forty or fifty dollar bottle. I, I not that we expect the forty or fifty dollar bottle to lose, but just to see how how far up the twenty dollar bottles punch. Yeah. So I have a I have a and I just opened it this past weekend a, a single barrel bottle of bullet. And and it's really good. I am so disappointed that that bullet <laughs> because I was like oh, I'm like oh yeah I like bullet. Um, I have a single barrel. I have a ten year. I'll be interested to see how they how they all like line up against each other. But yeah, I'm really disappointed in in bullet in this taste test here. <laughs> it's like your favorite was like your favorite character was Mickey Mouse and he got knocked out in the first round. Pretty much. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, everyone's bracket this year. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, at least it wasn't a 16 beating a 1 because yeah. Benchmark wasn't beating any of them. Right. Like, yeah. How many brackets did Princeton torpedo this year? <laughs> I, came, I came in because I, I, I knew which five bottles there were. I didn't know which order they were in. But for me, I thought Benchmark was going to punch way above its weight, and it didn't. I think Benchmark, like if you did a mixer test... I think bit benchmark may hold up on a in a mixer. It la- so in comparison when you drink it with other bourbons or against other bourbons is when I realized the lack of flavor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I were to just pour it and drink it, like when I brought it, I brought it to the tot lot one day over ice and I drank it, and I was like, this is good enough. And I think that's the thing; it's good enough. Like if you just need, if you want something light and easily crushable, I think it works, especially for the price. But if you want something with flavor, you're gonna sit, you're gonna relax, you're gonna take your time. That is not it. That's no. not what you're using. That's like you having a barbecue. People are gonna come over. They may they may have some bourbon, bourbon and gingers or something like that. Yeah, and bourbon mules, it's bourbon your, mules, yeah. glass decanter, it's your Miller Lite, glass decanter, it's your Miller Lite of, yeah. uh, of the of, of whiskey basically. Mm-hmm. Like you'll drink one after a mo, you know? yeah. But you're not. That's not something you're gonna sit relax to with a cigar. No, I, I I mean I would definitely drink that bib and Tucker with a cigar though. Oh yeah, that that would be yeah. a nice evening. Yeah. I think Krishan actually said he would drink that with a I, cigar. I, do, that, I think it, that's C, right? Yeah. yeah, C was my cigar bourbon. There, I was yeah. like, oh, this is this would be nice. And I could see that the flavor on that was great. It was great. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I like to have with a cigar. I want to I want to have some. It needs almost more flavor and stuff to go go with it mm-hmm. to overpower the cigar taste yeah or to compliment if it's something that doesn't taste like anything i must just drink miller light with it because i either have cigars with with bourbon or red wine um like uh and, and sometimes i prefer red wine over bourbon but um the bourbon has to be able to hold up to the smoke i think of and and depending on the, the cigar like the flavor of the cigar speaking of red wine we should probably have you ever had like uh port cask bourbons or poor barrel war- bourbons at all? Yes. Like, yeah, like or whatever, whatever the like. like they, they use finished. red wine bourbons. Okay. Or red red wine barrels, uh, and they put bourbon in it. Mm. I, I don't know if that's sherry. Is it sherry? So there's well, sherry and port. There's yeah. they're two heavier, I guess, fortified wines. So it depends on each one has a different flavor, but it's still kind of it's a thicker. It's it's sweeter, right? Like ports and sherries are sweeter. They're, yeah. but they're not sweet like a Gewurztraminer or something like that, that's, or, or like a dessert wine. Yeah, okay. But it's almost like a what do they call it, an aperitif. 
Okay. Like something you, you drink. Are you after. bringing out foreign languages? Yeah, man? it's all like <laughs> Italian Jeez, and stuff. Man. I think it's French. <laughs> yeah, French. We. <laughs> Someone brought his intelligence. Yeah, but that's that's kind. Of, you're not drinking. Now I have gotten drunk off of port. Yeah, and I can tell you that the hangover is awful. <laughs> but I think that because there's a lot of sugar. There. A lot of sugar. There's in it, yeah. a lot of sugar. Yeah. Um, sounds like my kind of thing. Yeah, a lot of churches use port and sherry for communion. So, yeah, and sherry's like a more cooking wine. Yeah, if you ever have she crab soup, yeah, with sherry, yeah, a little sherry, yeah. Yeah. But maybe I need to try this. You can drink it by there. There are sherry like you don't want to cook with any wine that's like cooking wine, right? Like oh, that's cooking wine. You don't want to drink with that because it's going to be, you know, awful. Yeah, I would want to concentrate the awful flavor in your food. Yeah, by reducing it, so. Yeah, and on the the port barrel wine, um, you know the most popular one that's out there is Angel's Envy. Their yeah, bourbon that, yeah. is port barrel wine aged, and I, I don't like Angel's Envy. Really? I don't know why. Like it's it's in that category of ones I've tried, and I'm like I have to stay away from this. It's so maybe it's, you wouldn't like it's it in my other. Jefferson Oceans category, <laughs> but I never got got and bought a bottle of Angel's Envy. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been eye opening for me. Because this goes against our our theory that the lower priced bottles would are basically the same as the higher priced bottles. Um, I mean, other than the wild turkey, which came in at twenty seven, I mean, it lost by six to the but it, to the but it kind of does say that there are some gems in that twenty dollar price range mm-hmm. that you can get that are decent. And like I've said before, I think it's more fun. To find the good $20 bottle, like it would be more fun to find the $20,000 car that runs with the $100,000 Mercedes. Right. Like, there's just, of course, that, at that, it better be good or else it, why would you spend that much? You're a fool. Right. Um, So it, so it does say like, you know, that, that, hey, they're not all the same, but it does prove that there are that, there are those gems in that $20 range that can run with the more expensive stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you to Cheers and Spirits uh, in the Arnold Station Plaza where we did get this Bib and Tucker. So and you, I'll go over and pick up a bottle of Bib and Tucker. Are you going over it? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never I've never bought a bottle, so I gotta, I'm going to get one. So when you're there, let them know I'll let you heard know. about it on the yeah. Driveway Beers podcast. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell me you were on the show. And I'm on yeah. the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're a recurring uh, guest. That's right. Non, non-paid, as I stated. <laughs> right. <at the beginning>. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like us, non-paid. Non-paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, leave comments if you can. Uh, again, the handshake agreement is you subscribe or like the episodes. And that is uh, it gives you access to everything we have. And we thank you for listening.